Hey, what's going on? How are you doing? Welcome back for episode six, six of the Asthmatic Sherpa Podcast. Um, meant to record this last night. Oh yeah, by the way, intro music, it's on the way. It's coming. Hang on tight. Okay? Hang on tight. Anyway, so I meant to record it last night, but <clears throat> we did like a movie night with our neighbors. I borrowed the projector from from my friend and the projector screen from my friend, and then we hung it up on my neighbor's fence. So here's the deal. So we had all this stuff set up, all this technology stuff and the audio and whatever, and we just smell this awful smell of diarrhea, right? And my neighbors don't have any, like, little kids. It's awful smell of diarrhea. We're like, what the heck? And they have a dog, right? So the dog took a few massive dookies in the backyard, and these are, like, diarrhea poop. I mean, dog poop plus diarrhea, like, it was, oh, it was just nasty, okay? And then people, like, stepped in it, spread it around. It it was just bad, okay? And eventually, you know, we got our flashlights out. We hunted down the dookie, um, and and we cleaned it up. Yeah, I I didn't. I didn't. My neighbors did, but whatever. Um, (laughs) So we hunted down the dookie, cleaned it up, and then we watched Kung Fu Panda. By the way, Kung Fu Panda, one of the greatest movies of all time, one of the greatest philosophical pieces um, of our generation, I think Jack Black should get the Nobel Peace Prize. Like, just just like, if you actually want to know what the Nobel Peace Prize is about, Greta Thunberg, Greta Thunberg, I should be in school. How dare you? Scientists say we have 10 years to act before the climate change damage is irreversible. How dare you? Anyway, Jack Black should get the Nobel Peace Prize, and that's just a fact. If you want, like, the essence of the word peace, it's Jack Black. School of Rock. He, that, that's like him at his prime, okay? If you want to see Jack Black in his prime, watch School of Rock. Kung Fu Panda, he's an absolute beast. Kung Fu Panda 2 is amazing. I haven't seen Kung Fu Panda 3. I know you guys are kind of shocked, but I haven't seen Kung Fu Panda 3. Um, but, oh my gosh, Kung Fu Panda is just such a masterpiece. And people are like, oh, it's animated. It's Kung Fu Panda. Okay. Like, oh, his name's Po Ping. Ha ha ha. Get it? Because it's like pooping. It's a funny movie, and it's beautiful, and the score is excellent, and the visuals are breathtaking. And Master Ugre is my favorite character of all time. Okay. Kung Fu Panda is a masterpiece. And if you haven't seen it, it's not like one of these three-hour movies, okay? It's an hour and a half long, okay? It's an hour and a half long. Take an hour and a half out of your day. You will thank me, okay? Kung Fu Panda is a very, very good movie. It's really funny. And it's really, it's really meaningful, man. It really, it really gets to you. Mm -hmm. Anyway, yeah. So we were spreading around all this dookie. Eventually, eventually we figured it out. We hunted down the dookie. And we exterminated it. So yeah. Honestly, projector movies, that's that's just the move. Like, honestly, completely the move. And we were just snacking on Chips Ahoy. Why is Chips Ahoy called Chips Ahoy? I don't understand. Because there are chocolate chips in it? Whoa. Because there are chocolate chips in it? Like, then you could just call it Cookies Ahoy. Or, or... I don't know, benzenate. That's not probably something that's in it. Benzenate, ahoy. 
I, I'm not making any sense right now. I'm saying, why is it called Chips Ahoy? It doesn't make any sense. Ready? We're going to Google it. Why is Chips Ahoy? Oh, why is Chips Ahoy being recalled? What? Uh-oh. <laughs> why is Chips Ahoy called that? Maybe it's like one of those things that literally everyone else on the earth gets and I just don't. Nabisco says the name is a reference to the nautical term Chips Ahoy. Yeah. The words Chips Ahoy also feature prominently in a story chapter in chapter 15 of the Uncommercial Traveler by Charles Dickens. What? So it's just Chips Ahoy, but Chips Ahoy? Yeah, but chocolate chips aren't the focal point of a cookie. Okay, if you guys don't know this about me, I do not like chocolate chips in my food. Okay? If someone brings out chocolate chip cookies, I'm looking for the one with the least amount of cookies. If someone, you know, chocolate chip cookie dough is my favorite ice cream flavor, but ideally, there would be like my dream flavor is just cookie dough, right? Without the chocolate chips. So, if anyone and ice cream companies listening here, please make a cookie dough without the chocolate chips because I hate, I just don't like chocolate chips in my food. I try to avoid it. Or like, or like those cakes, like blueberry, blueberry cakes, blueberry muffins. I try to take the ones with the least amount of blueberries because it's like, mm, it makes me like squirm. I don't know what it is about it. Like I prefer if it was just all muffin. I don't know why. Um, maybe, I, maybe I have, I have a syndrome. Or I have a syndrome. Says the day. Or, or I have a condition called, called doesn't like. Changes in texture and its food syndrome. I don't know. <laughs> um, so this podcast is my first time trying. I like wrote down some notes. We'll see how it goes. Just, just like, just like bullet points, just so I wouldn't forget. Um, but it's like you, you know, you know, parents are like, you know, parents are like, oh, I love you all the same. B.S. Complete falsehood. You know why? And, and I'm sure they would love to love everyone the same. I'm sorry. That's just impossible. It's impossible to love all your kids or all your brothers or all your sisters or all your family members the same. It's just not possible. Some people do more things that you like than other people. And some people do more things that you dislike than other people. No? Am I the only one making sense here? Huh? (laughs) I just don't get it. My dad just says that he has favorites at the time. So if one of us does something he likes, he just goes, you're my favorite right now. <laughs> it's, it's, it's impossible. Okay, also also a thought I had during the week is that no one, no one, you know, has an ideal childhood, is brought up in a normal, you know, loving environment. No one who's normal is a cat person. Something wrong has to happen to you in your childhood, in the road of life, for you to become a cat person. I don't know what it is. Maybe someone passed away. Maybe, maybe I don't know, you were lonely in your childhood. But no one, no one is a cat person by choice. Okay, let, let's compare cats and dogs, okay? Dogs are more fluffy. Um, dogs don't attack you. Dogs don't have those claw things. Um, 
Dogs don't have those really gross jungle gym things. I'm sorry, I'm kind of grossed out by those cat jungle gym things. I mean, eh, I don't know. I'm just, okay, also, dogs aren't creepy. Okay, unless it's a hairless dog. Oh, hairless dogs. Oh, no, no, no. I've been trying to have the image of hairless dogs out of my mind for like the past seven years. And now it's been, oh, you guys understand what I'm going through for you guys? I have wiped the thought of hairless dogs out of my mind for so long. And now it's back there. Ah. Oh, hairless dogs. Ah. Oh my god. No, no. You can do this. You can do this. Okay. Uh, okay, um, so cats are Oh uh, uh, hairless dogs. Ah uh, ah uh, no 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 no. It'll grow back. Ah okay. I'm a change man. And now I must go on the journey of getting the image of hairless dogs out of my mind once again. It is a long and extraneous process. But hopefully it will not get the better of me. Amen. Anyway. <laughs> oh, God. I don't know what that was. But I'm just saying cats, they're just creepy. They're vicious. They're weird. And they don't appeal to me whatsoever. Whereas dogs, I have the perfect dog scenario, right? I don't have to pick up any. My neighbors have dog. Have a dog. Super duper fluffy. Her name is Livy. She loves me. Short for Livia. Um, and I don't have to pick up any poop. I don't have to clean up any pee. She's super soft. And I get to pet her and see her whenever I want. So that's nice. And if they had a cat... I would stay very far clear, and I'd probably move. I'd probably run away from home if, if anyone on my street had a cat. Yep, yep, that's confirmed. Sorry. If you want to marry me, it's like, okay, one condition. You have to... I don't get that when, when girls are like, girls are like, yeah, she, he has to be tall. He has to be really nice and funny, and he has to be a dog person. Like, really? He has to be? What if he, like, kicks all the boxes? And he's perfect, but he's he's just allergic to dogs. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? It's either Mr. Kerfuffles or the love of your life. Why is it that dogs like when when they have a super nice name, you know, like Sweetie or or I don't know, Sweet Pea? Or Sweetums. They're like the most vicious dogs ever. But if they have names like Rex or Ripjaw, it's like it's like a little a little blurb. <laughs> Wait, what's that from blurb? What is blurb from? Names blur Oh, just Minions movie. Minions movie. That's what blurb is from. It's not me. It was <laughs> Oh god. Yeah. Minions movie. Oh my god. Minions movie. What the heck, dude? That was not good. Honestly, I'm standing by my original statement. Standing by my original statement. The only good Despicable Me is the first one. That's just the facts. Despicable Me 2 is okay. 3 is just three just sucks. Okay? And I think, I think anyone with half a brain knows that Despicable Me 3 is not a good movie. Okay? 
It's just not. Despicable Me 1, after Despicable Me 1, they realized, like, we don't actually have to make a good movie to make money here. We can make a really bad movie and we can still make a ton of money. So they just stopped making good movies after that. What was I talking about? Oh, yeah. Dogs with super intimidating names are just the cutest, the sweetest, the fluffiest. And then dogs with super scary names. Wait, no, I just said that. And then dogs with super sweet names are, like, the scary ones, you know? Like, oh, this is my dog, Jody. Well, why Why is that the first name that I thought of? This is my dog, Clarissa. What? Who's ever named their dog Clarissa? What the heck is wrong with my head? <laughs> I watched the Trump documentary on Netflix. Trump, an American dream. It's like four one-hour episodes. And it was pretty good. It was pretty objective, um, which was nice. They just interviewed like a bunch of people that that knew him. Um, she told his life story. This thing is obviously like he's he's a big celebrity, you know, before he was elected president. But like my generation didn't really know who he was, and I didn't really know who he was. He was in Home Alone. <laughs> he was in like one scene of Home Alone. Um, but I didn't really know who he was until he ran for president. Um, and I didn't know there was so much depth to his life story. So, uh, yeah, that was that was a learning experience. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I think I've I think I've reached rock bottom because last night, right? You know, I told you about how we watched a movie in my neighbor's backyard, and I was turning, I was changing into my my pajama pants, these super comfortable elephant pants that my brother got me from Thailand. And one pants leg was inside out. I'm embarrassed to say this. Um, and instead of, you know, taking that one pants leg and you know, putting it the right way out, I ended up making both pants legs inside out. You can stop listening now. And I just, I just slumped down. In defeat. And that's when I knew. There was nowhere to go. And when you're sitting there on your bed, holding your pants, and they're both inside out, and one of them is you're doing, that's when you've hit rock bottom. Do you guys know that Jason Derulo was in Cats? <laughs> oh my god. J-J-J-J-J-R. What you say? That you only man well. Jason Derulo was in Cats. Should I say it one more time? Three, two, one. Jason Derulo was in Cats. Should I sing it? So you guys remember? Did you guys remember better in song? Jason Derulo was in Cats. Picking up my shades, cover up my eyes. I'm Jason Derulo. I'm in Cats. I'm in Cats. Was it really that bad? Was Cats actually that bad? Because I feel like what probably happened is that like five people saw it. Right? Because no one... It did really well, badly at the box office, right? So that means that not that many people actually saw it. 
So I feel like probably like a few people saw it. And then they were like, whoa, it's really bad. But maybe it's not as bad as everyone says it is. What if I what happens if I Google how bad is cats? Why the cats movie is so bad. I'm just saying, because if it did really badly at the box office, that means that, that not that many people saw it. Which means that it might be a hated masterpiece. Um Who's Tom Tom Ho- Hooper's musical Cats was terrible. And the movie's box office is surely proof of that. Yeah, but like not really. Cause people I, I that that's stupid. I think that the when people say that box office sales are reflective of mo- how good movies are, like I don't get that because obviously if you haven't seen the movie, then you go and see the movie, right? And then you decide it's bad. So even if you go and see the movie and you decide it's bad, you just went and saw the movie. So I think box office sales is more of a reflection of how well they marketed it. Anyway, Tom Hooper's musical Cats was terrible, and the movie's box office is surely proof of that. Months before the first trailer dropped, Universal Studios were hyping up Cats. It breaks again, blah, blah, blah. Um, a $95 million CGI heavy movie musical about a ter- tribe of singing and dancing cats, as played by a starry cast and some of the finest dancers in the industry. Just continue scrolling to keep reading. Uh, cats is not a good musical to begin with. It's easy to understand why Universal was keen to make a movie from Cats. The musical premiered on the West End in 1981 and ran there for 21 years, playing for over 8,900 performances. It also ran on Broadway for 18 years and remains the fourth longest-running musical of all time there. Okay, I don't care about how successful the musical was. Can you just get to the point? That's the extremely 80s keyboards and synthesizers. The cat first CGI is poorly executed. Um. Okay, I don't understand why they can't just get to the point. The songs are bad. What? No! They said the songs are mostly bad, and then they have a picture of Jason Derulo. No! How are they going to do that to my boy Jason like that? He's picking up his shades to cover up his eyes as he's jumping in the Falcon. Nope. I'm sorry, I got mixed up with the Han Solo parody. What? Are you serious? He's riding solo. How can you say? The, the title of the, of the section of this article is The songs are mostly bad. With mostly in parentheses. And then they have a picture of my boy. My best friend. My day one. Jason. Billy. Eugene Derulo. How can they do that to him? How can they do that to him? Cats has its positives, but the movie has no idea how to elevate them while dealing with the problems inherent to the source material. So the final product cannot help but be a fascinating mess. This feels like the only movie that could have been made from adapting the show, but that doesn't seem excuse some of its more bizarrely inept choices. And that's it. That's literally it. Just a ton of article that told me nothing I wanted to know. I just wanted to know why Cats was so bad. And they just told me about why the Cats the Musical was so successful. 
Why, why do the articles do that? Why can't I just Google a question and get an answer? Why? The thing is, if I Google a question, like Google gives me that answer, right? I'm not reading past that. Because there's like, let, let's say you Google like, mm, why are bridges made of wood? That was such a bad example. No, but okay, fine, fine. Why are, why are bridges made of wood? You can click on the article. It's like, well, you know, ever since wood has been a thing, people have always tried to capitalize it. And then it'll be like, scroll to keep reading. And it'll be like a bunch of 10 celebrities that you didn't know were dating. Or like five insane clickbait stories that you didn't even know existed. Are these twins really twins? It's so stupid. Just cut to the point. Sometimes I just want... That's the beauty of the internet. You can Google any question and get the answer. Or you can Google my podcast and get no answers. Because uh, I just tried. I just tried to educate you. Because I know you didn't see cats. And I just tried to educate you on why cats are so bad. And it didn't let me. It didn't let, I just wanted to know why cats were so bad, man. That's all I wanted to know. Did Jason Derulo have a song in Cats? Oh my god, Jason Derulo. You know that Jason Derulo is only 30? You know What You Say was like my favorite song when I was like five years old? <laughs> Seriously. When I was five years old, What You Say was, I was like listening to it on my mom's iPad. iPod, whatever. Jason Derulo, Cats song. The rum tum tugger scene. Oh god, what are they gonna do to my boy Jason Drula? Uh, I don't know if you guys can hear the audio or not. Oh my god. I literally saw the first eight seconds of this clip. From the Jason Derulo song. And now I know why Cats is so bad. Oh, wow. It looked really weird. And it was, what's her face? The the person from Pitch Perfect. Perfect, 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 perfect. I'm so good at talking. Person from Pitch Perfect. Okay, that's not easy. Come on. You can't even blame me that for that. Person from Pitch Perfect. Person from Pitch Perfect. I feel like I haven't... Mm. I don't know. Jason Derulo was in Cats. <laughs> oh my god. You know what I don't miss about quarantine? You know what I don't miss? Bowling alleys. I don't miss them at all. You knocked down four pins. Oh, and then, like, the entire bowling alley just gives you a seizure. You knock down two pins. And then it's, like, the pin in, like, an entire Wild West movie. The screens in bowling alleys, like, above your alley thing, are just the most bizarre, excessive, weird. I mean, I can't even describe it. It's, like, you knock down three pins, and, and they'll do the entire Shrek movie. But Shrek is a bowling pin. That, that's that's what the bowling alley thing is. You knocked down seven pins. Now you will have a seizure in the bowling alley. It's crazy. Like, I like the ones where they're playing football. 
on the while they're showing football games. But it's so weird, and they all have this same like weird like where the bowling pin goes to space, and he's in the wild west. He's in all this weird stuff. I I don't even know, dude. I don't even know. I think I have like a theory that, that if I'll be like thinking to myself about like earlier in the day about what I'm gonna say on the podcast, I have like a limited amount of podcast juice. So if I do all the thinking earlier than the day, then I'm gonna run out of pocket podcast juice for the podcast, and then it's not gonna be as good. You know, I have to have a su- sufficient amount of fuel, of juice, to run the podcast. All right, I'm gonna do some shout outs now. Um, all right, uh, shout out to Michelle, shout out to John, shout out to Jonathan. Um, <laughs> shout out to the Bermans, shout out to Renan, Akiva, Aton, and. Most importantly, my boy, Nava. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Okay, can I just talk for one second about the movie Coraline? I saw the movie Coraline. If you haven't seen Coraline, it is a PG-rated horror movie that is scarier than pretty much any horror movie you will ever see. And it's rated PG. And I saw it when I was eight years old. And I vowed, I vowed never to watch that movie again. And I ended up doing it like last year. I watched it last year. And it wasn't as scary. It wasn't as scary as, um, to me as, as, as it was in eight, when I was eight years old. But whoa, Coraline is a scary movie, dude. Like, okay, let, let me, let me, let's put it this way. Imagine a movie where you have a little girl. And, you know, her parents aren't paying a lot of attention to her when they've moved to a new house. So she goes into this alternate dimension where these, you know, button-eyed versions of her parents, right? They have buttons for eyes. They give her whatever she wants. And they, you know, in a spoiling sense, like they give her just absolutely everything she wants so that they can get her eyeballs and replace them. With button eyes. And the mother in this alternate dimension turns into a creepy ass spider. Now, what would you say the genre of that movie is? And what would it be rated? Horror? R? Nah, it's a kid's movie that I watched when I was eight and it's rated PG. And oh my god, Coraline is. Mm, Okay, I want you to watch Coraline, and I want you to watch Kung Fu Panda. I don't know what order you're going to choose, but Coraline and Kung Fu Panda, these are the movies that shaped my childhood. So maybe you shouldn't watch them, because you don't want to end up like me. But, oh my god, Coraline, it's so scary. And she has to like find these eyeballs before the moon turns into a button. It's so messed up. And and all these guys have their mouths stitched closed. What the heck? Who who wrote this? Who made? Th- Wait a second. Let me let me figure this out. Who wrote Coraline? 
Neil Gaiman. Coraline is a dark fantasy children's novella by British author Neil Gaiman. So why'd you turn it into a PG movie? Published in 2002, it was awarded the 2003 Hugo Award for Best Novella. Cool. So messed up. Oh my god. Alright. I think that's gonna wrap it up for today. Uh, thank you guys a ton for listening. I really appreciate it. Um, We're just gonna keep grinding. For some reason, I, I don't know why, but the first episode of the podcast has like way more listens than all the other ones. Which is like, I don't know if I should be like happy about that or sad about that. Because that means that either... It's good that like a ton of people are listening to it. It also means that a ton of people are listening to it and they're like, nah, I'm good on episode two. Or maybe they're just getting to it. I mean, I don't really know. But I really appreciate taking t- you guys taking your time to listen to me. And um, I really appreciate you listening. So uh, yeah, have a good rest of your day. And I will see you guys later. Mwah.